1: What was that? What's going on there, Jared?
2: <laughs> well, you might recognize that voice from the show tonight. It was comedian Bobby Kelly. Uh, this was when he was on. Uh, <laughs> Dane Cook had that uh, the special on HBO back in 2006. This song might get a little
1: dirty, so we might want to fade out. <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, um, oh, I, th- I, think, I think it's still viral. I think it still has some viral uh, potential there.
2: I really want to make Bobby Kelly aware of this, that we introduced it tonight. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll tweet at him. But he was on, uh, what was that called? Uh, the, the Big Dane Cook Tour back in 06. Uh, it was a bunch of comedians. They were playing uh, a pickup football game uh, in some town. And of course, they were all too old to be doing it. And he br- literally broke his knee. And so, someone made a rap song. It was from uh, the Opie and Anthony show, now Opie and Jim Norton show. But it was a great rap song of him screaming in pain.
1: <laughs> wow, wow! But <laughs> you learn something new every day. But I will say, this is a very. It was refreshing. We're changing up the game instead of the lu lu lu. Yeah, this yeah. is a very a nice change change up right yeah. here. This yes. is you know we're keeping we, it
2: fresh. Thank you for. For segueing into the actual intro, you know, I might want to mention that this is Afterbuzz TV for Louie. Louie You could follow us on Twitter. You can download the show on iTunes and SoundCloud. If you wanna get at us on Twitter, it's hashtag ABTV Louis. I'm Jared Gilkerson. That's at Gilkerson Radio on Twitter. And I'm with Monas
1: Rose. Monas Rose, what's going on? And I'm at Rest Fiction. Check out the website, Restaurant Fiction, that's what it stands for. I think all of you Louis fans, FX fans, just fans of movies, TV and film would love what you see and read on that. Nice.
2: Let's jump right into this episode. Um I like I said I'm a I'm a huge fan of comedy, most people are that watch this show. And uh, of course, uh the opening scene is with uh Bobby Kelly. I'm familiar with a lot of his work. Uh he's a funny guy, funny comic. Um this year he's playing Louis's brother,
1: which what did he then play last season because last season it was just him Bobby and Louie and they just stuffed them face their excuse me <laughs> stuffed, stuffed them face them, stuffed the faces <laughs> stuffed their faces silly at a diner and then an indian restaurant or something and yeah
2: i think they were actually just supposed to be peers you know like i think it was actually just supposed to be bobby kelly like a couple of comedians and they're out and just you know being fat and this year it it uh it was the opening scene of uh, Bobby calling Louie while he's on the couch, saying that uh, Uncle Jack, uh, when, how are you getting to Uncle Jack's wake? <laughs> and Louie was like, what do you mean, Uncle Jack, what happened to him? And uh, Bobby says he's dead, uh, which is the best way to find out about your uncle being dead is a surprise, uh, and then you're going to awake in two hours. That's pretty fun. Have you ever had an experience where you did know a relative or, or a friend was dead until the the day of the wake.
1: <laughs> no, and and being, you know, and it was their uncle. I mean, that really says to me, oh, that must have been some kind of important uncle to them when they neither of them really knew. I mean, Louis obviously found out from his brother and then the brother found out by reading the obituaries. And we didn't even know. I mean, honestly, we don't know what paper uh he was reading from if it was the new york times that would have been an actual awesome obituary because new york times does do very well done obituaries by the way but shout out <laughs> i'm just saying uh what i really loved about this scene this standalone scene um is when louis takes the phone call he actually, in a way, there's I guess phone courtesy where even if you have your pants off, you he politely oh, yeah. put his pants back on. Like he said to his brother, "Hold on," yeah, and he puts the pants back on as if there was Skype. No, as if you could tell. No, I, do you take a phone call with your pants off? It's well, plenty. Yeah, I. I but
2: I, that's a good point that you mentioned that because. Whenever it was almost like it was such a chore to to actually answer a call because I mean everyone's texting and, and I mean I admit it it's it is a lot easier to text. We were just talking before we went live that you uh, enjoy a phone call over anything else. Oh yeah. Myself, eh, I'm kind of half and half, but it it is almost a chore when your phone rings. You're almost like what it? Why is my? Why is this ringing? Like this should just be there should just be words on this and I should be reading messages. So I love his disgust. of like I have to talk to somebody.
1: But but at least he's. Being polite, he's putting on his yeah, pants. He's putting the pants. He did on. not button them all the way. He did not put his no. belt on yet. But at least you know that's. I think that was you know he was showing signs of courtesy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I guess maybe when people call me, I should pay put the your same pants on. Yeah. Put my pants yeah. on. <laughs> take your call like a man. Um, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of taking it like a man. Well, woo! yeah. That'll be. That's a little uh,
2: teaser to the end. So obviously, so the, he he picks uh, his brother up and they go to head to the wake. And when they get there, there's a a, a whole plethora of Vietnamese people (laughs) at the wake. And it's pretty much, uh, we don't know if their uncle's dead. Uh, They're at some Vietnamese guy's wake. And
1: they still decide to greet and mourn with the family for a bit. (laughs) Which I think that is the wise thing to do in that situation. Because obviously, they have both shot themselves in the foot at that It's like okay, instead and instead of just arguing, they could have just said, "Okay, it's your fault." No, it's your fault, and went into this brother brother fight. And instead, no, it's like okay, we don't know where our real uncle's funeral is. We're here, same name, people are mourning. Let's at least do the same thing. Well, I thought after because
2: we as we find out from the next scene, you know, they obviously were at the the wake for a little bit of time because they they got back in it's dark. So they get back outside of Bobby's apartment, and Bobby, Bobby asks him, to, "Hey, you've never seen my apartment? Come up. You're my brother." And he says, uh, "It's one of my favorite quotes from from the from the show today. Don't be an asshole. Come up." And and like I love how it's just. I mean, we've probably all been in that situation where people want you to see the new house or Hey, come see my apartment. Like I get it. Like it reminds me of a Kirby Enthusiasm episode a long time ago, where Larry doesn't want to take the house tour. He's like, "I get it. There's beams and." Like, you know, oh, where'd you get those beams from? Like, what are you gonna say? That's why I think it was all a ploy. Like, Robert, or Bobby knew that it wasn't there. He just saw his which, d- uncle's name in the obit and just, like, oh, I'll call Louis up. This would be an ex- excuse for us to hang out and do something.
1: Which he did have. He did have little, uh, nuanced things in his apartment as we got to oh, see. yeah. Did it wait? Yeah. Well, <laughs> his, well I, mean, I guess he, he had the, the the timers on all his
2: lighting. Like uh. a
1: jacuzzi hot tub, <laughs> kinda like when you go to a jacuzzi yeah. and the, the with the bubbles. Yeah. And then that 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 always makes me mad that right when I get in jacuzzi, the bubbles turn off. And then I always have to get out of the jacuzzi and turn the bubbles back on. Do off. you own a jacuzzi? No, but this is at the gym.
2: Oh. Yeah. The gym jacuzzi. Oh, the gym oh, jacuzzi. Nice. Yeah, it's very nice. Are you a sauna guy as well? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like to do I like to do sauna, steam, jacuzzi, mm, mm. and then go to the Korean spas. By the way, have you been the Korean spas? Uh,
2: I've not been the I've I've been in some massage parlors, but we'll leave it at that.
1: <laughs> I mean, let's, spas, let's leave it at that. Spas, massage parlors are all pretty much in that same realm. Yeah, but but we spa usually has Groupon's. I recommend we spa. Oh okay, yeah, well, absolutely. We're not
2: promoting anything here. Come on, no, absolutely.
1: <laughs> but but he has
2: his timer. And, oh yeah, the timers on the lighting. Um. So he they sit down, uh there's some confusion on who's the older brother and who's the younger brother. Uh basically it's Bobby setting Louie up saying you're successful. I can't believe you you you're doing what you love and you're making money and you're supporting yourself. Uh he says you you have a beautiful wife who uh, you have a beautiful wife, a divorce, and then he goes on to say he is I have no skills, no st- no Twitter and sperm that doesn't work. Uh <laughs> all setting Louie up for this is just setting up a family member asking you for money.
1: Almost, I also, <laughs> I also thought it was almost a spitting mirror image in a way of last week's episode with Louis and Michael Rappaport, and Michael Rappaport just breaking down and of how his, you know, Michael Rappaport's life is. Oh, poor me, poor me, poor me, and look at you, your life is awesome. I mean, this is another situation of these two guys, similar ages, uh, both. New Yorkers, you know, salt-of-the-earth type of men, and they're comparing, or one is comparing themselves, and and it really shows at least maybe the lesson to don't compare yourself. I mean, Louis, Louis, in any episode in this series, has never compared himself to somebody else. I mean, he just lives his life, and yes, he's, and he does make a point, though, that he still has problems, and he's had to work for where he's at I mean you know Louis was never handed a golden spoon a golden ticket I, don't, I haven't spoon. either
2: a gold nor a silver
1: spoon a golden or silver <laughs> either one. Oh, really
2: no I've never even seen one you see I've seen silver spoons I for think.
1: me I get my PhD from the streets oh, okay that's all I have to say about that what Well, that's uh, that's (laughs) I have nowhere to go with that. Awesome. Um, No, but I mean, I I, did you feel there was a similar connection? Yeah, yeah. I think this whole season
2: you might see. I I think this season is going to conclude with him realizing that his life is good, and he's meeting all he's hanging out with his brother and his friends or past friends, you know, or people his sister has dated, and he's going to realize like, oh, my life really isn't that bad because he always seems depressed. You know, can't get the girl, divorced, but he sees all these other people in his life that their lives are really bad. Like just awful, and then they're always saying, "Hey, I look up to you." So I think he'll realize, like, "Oh yeah, my life's not crap. Like not total crap." I think it's way. I hope. I'm hoping there's more episodes where people are just wanting to use. Him I think
1: that's right on there. there it should that, be. Yeah, yeah,
2: you hit it right on the head. Well, let's hit the next uh, the awesome. scene on the head.
1: Oh, speaking of hit, yes, this, <laughs> this is a good.
2: This is well, I, this is a great scene. I mean, I say that almost every time we start a new topic. But Louie's at the bus stop. Well, I, what do we call it? Bus stop beating? Mm-hmm. Um, he sure takes the beating. Yeah, there was a woman uh hitting a man at the bus stop. So Louis tells her, hey, calm down. Stop. Uh I'm not sure if any of us would do that. I probably would just let it happen. Uh no, Like, I would just let that situation be. Would but, you, yeah, would you be quiet?
1: Yeah, you would just be quiet? Would you?
2: Yeah, I would let... If it was the other way around, I would probably say, like, you know, I'd probably have to intervene if some guy was beating on some woman. But if there's, it's almost like if you see... And it's almost kind of leading into the rhetoric of the show. Uh, you know, you can't get beat up by a woman. That's kind of what we're leading into. But he also, gets his butt, but it also kicked.
1: before we even get there. Yeah. So, yeah, we're not obligated to say something if we see... I mean, as men. Because that's also another point. As men, we're not obligated to see if we see a woman uh, throw a few punches at this... I mean, a stranger woman throw a few punches at a stranger dude. Whereas you're you're saying, yeah, that's... In today's there, society, there's, there's a double. Um, there's um, a double. That's a double standard. Yeah. This whole episode, this whole scene, was a big double standard. That's a huge double standard.
2: Yeah, I mean, she it looked like she wasn't really hitting him that hard. If there was a, a knockdown, dragout fight, I would probably inter- intervene. But what she was doing seemed pretty harmless. So of course, Louis had to say something and chime in, and it was just awful. And he got. His, he really got his his ass kicked <laughs> on the sidewalk.
1: You know, but he was doing. I thought the right thing. I mean, sure. he, I mean, he was just being a good Samaritan. Yeah. And yes, this woman uh, with a tramp stamp, wearing her jogger pants—I mean, very fit, very you know, attractive woman. Not going to lie, but also tough. Gets right in his face and just starts leveling him. Uh, shoves him into the fence uh, and then starts kicking him down on the ground. No mercy. Yeah, you know, he, and, and he can't throw back. You know, or, you can't. Or, I mean, you can't.
2: You can't in quotes. You cannot throw a bag.
1: But but why in that situation? I feel Louis. I'm not. I'm not He's saying com- but
2: completely justified. In that it situation. is justified. Oh,
1: yeah. It is justified. Even if I mean, obviously, I'm sure at least the Louis character in the show is portrayed as he probably does not know how to fight. But at least I'm sure he could throw a punch if possible. This was a a perfect situation for him to do so. Yeah. I mean. This woman is not just one. She is berating him physically. I mean, and we're seeing... And it's in the cold. Like, we we really get to feel that it's in, like in the yucky snow ice he even picks up a piece of dirty ice to i think it was a rock oh it was a rock
2: i think because you know the rock would be very cold and would probably feel good in your face
1: yeah, yeah i think it was a rock but, but we we feel that winter the with his gloves i mean we just feel how miserable yeah, it looks awful he looks awful yeah. and nothing
2: he, worse than getting beaten by a uh, by a crazy woman on a cold winter's day the name of my first album actually Oh really? Yeah.
1: Oh that's a great that's a great It's track. dropping
2: in August. Really? Yeah. What's the single? I'm not i I'm not gonna disclose that information yet.
1: Oh come on. Yeah, can...
2: we can discuss the single after the show.
1: Awesome. All right, please. Yeah, we're gonna bookend it with your shout outs.
2: Oh, th- <laughs> uh so okay. we're gonna book in this beating with his daughters. Uh his he comes home and his daughters see his face looking terrible. So they ask, you know, what happened? He starts telling the story. I got beat up by someone, they were crazy. They keep asking because he keeps saying they, Uh, and he goes, no, well, you, you two are girls, so I'm just going to tell you. I got beat up by a woman. And it's kind of funny because they both have the reaction. They're both girls and they still have the reaction that, that you can't, you can't get beat up by a girl.
1: The irony because yes, even women think it's funny when a woman beats up on a guy. At least when you hear the story, When you hear the story, that the woman... And and you were saying when we were... Because we we watch the show together and we do uh, do our commentary while we watch it. We chit-chat. We chit-chat a little bit, you know. Try to form a chemistry. But anyway, you were saying that... I mean, if... Yeah, Louis told his daughters and even then told Pamela, but daughters and they made fun of him yeah. whereas you, you said something uh very eloquent that if he, he louis just told another guy you know they would and, just be like
2: i that's that's bs man like i can't believe that happened like, right did you hit her back and it's like no but i mean there'd probably be a, there, he would definitely get some crap from his friends obviously but it seems like more often than not the the and the people who shouldn't be laughing at it are are the,
1: are the women and and i feel louis many of times he's promoting strong women he has he has a lot of strong women on his show he is promoting you know feminism and in a way this is like he's showing that this is like a setback in this way this is another double standard that um first of all um why why is that not okay for a woman to beat up a man you know that's that it's laughable that that's what it's saying and then even women uh, think that it's even more laughable. It's a really weird mix because, especially in today's society,
2: you're de- you cannot. You know, I look at it as a woman can throw fifty punches and you can't. A man can't throw one back. You know, it's a kind of a weird way to look at it. But it's a weird position because people will laugh at you for getting beat up. But if you're in a fight with a woman, you're automatically going to get beat up because you cannot throw back. So you're always going to get laughed at, but you shouldn't be getting It's a weird thing, but it's also self defense. It's this is, it, it, but it, it's perfect for the story because it leads into P- Pamela. Yes. He tells Pamela. And as we all know, Pamela is, uh, kind of off again, on again girlfriends of the show who I love. I love her character. So she sees him and laughs just like his daughters and sees an opening. Um, and it, we'll kind of get into it more, but. She's always been. I guess we are getting into it more. I keep saying that. Uh, it's like saying at the end of the oh, day. I hate people say at the end of the it's day. It's okay.
1: I'm following you. Nah. We're in the rabbit hole. Yeah. Go on, Jared. I'm, uh, I'm listening. So she decides he he has a set. So uh,
2: he needs her makeup. You know to go because he can't go on, on stage with a beaten studio face. fix. Yeah. Oh yeah. So she gets into it. She sees this moment of like, oh my god. So she says, uh, I'll drain, uh, <laughs> I'll drain your balls like raisins. Whoa! If if I can dress you up and do you if you're wearing makeup and he's reluctant and he finally says, okay, okay, I'll, I'll do it. So she finally gets the kind of the ultimate culmination because for lack of a better term, whatever, she's always been the dude in this relationship, you know, can't commit, just wants to be kind of F buddies, uh, just wants to hang out. How'd you look at that?
1: Yes, absolutely. Shows no emotion. I mean, she even has the, raspy bobby hill obviously she is the voice but the bobby hill king of the hill voice i mean she always is that has like this tomboy-esque you know doesn't really exude you know feminism you know a very you know what i mean she has that yeah
2: so obviously she they had this whole scene where she puts her hair back and puts a hat on and kind of just acts like the guy so she says she's pete he says that, uh, he's, uh. Jonatha? Jonatha? Dr- uh, it doesn't even matter anymore. No. <laughs> Jonatha.
1: It's Danish. Jonatha. It's but Danish. But then he gets
2: into it. So there, and he gets into the scene and starts acting very feminine, like, but he's got mascara, he's got the whole deal.
1: And it's like a legit date. I mean, she asks him for a dance and then she says, hey, let's get it on or, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah I so- want to make love to you. They had the great scene.
2: As soon as they start uh, getting intimate on the bed, they have that great scene of like him with the makeup, and all you can see is her back and his face. But like that, oh my god, moment, like oh my god, this this man is he's ravaging me. And it's it's, like that very feminine thing, and and I love that scene because that's what every movie scene is, you know. When there's like an aggressive love scene with a woman, and it's just it was funny and he's
1: not yeah and it's not intimate at all it's not sexy I mean she's she's grabbing Louie's man boobs oh yeah just kissing him just to kiss not really emotionless kisses all over
2: yeah Yeah. so it ends with
1: her getting behind him
2: and so we're not sure what happens
1: if she has some kind
2: of object or her
1: hands or but Louis
2: is in pain Louis is in pain, yes. you know, and that's expected. Uh, if he wasn't in pain, then I don't know how that stored that the story would have been a little different, but, but yeah. So they come back after the break and they're in bed and they're having that typical after sex conversation. You know, uh, Louis always bringing up, Hey, we just had a real intimate moment. What does this mean for our relationship? And she's just sitting there, not interested in saying, I think we should break up. Um, you know, Louis always looking for some kind of label. So it's a great role reversal scene where he's sitting there emotional in makeup and she's just saying, she's always telling him, dude, I don't want to, I just, I want to be this and he will not listen to her. So in a way, what's typically always been male and female in our society, they've role reversed it, which I love because it's like, why does it always have to be that way? So I love how the woman is finally just like, uh,
1: no, like, no, I love how they switched it. And Louis cries yeah. and his <laughs> mascara runs. <laughs> That's a great that's a great scene. Like it is. And she just laughed at him. Yeah. He basically gets laughed at I the mean, entire Pamela episode. Pamela pretty much portrayed the Jersey Shore douche in a way, or the the douchey guy. I loved it. That, that was, yeah. Well absolutely. Absolutely. I feel <laughs> there needs to be more women like Pamela out there. I
2: do love her character because I think there are more women like that in the real world, and Louis, like yeah, it's not always a guy...
1: I feel the same be, way.
2: ...feeling like that. It's like there's plenty of relationships where the guy wants more and the girl's like, no. So oh. why can't we show that on TV? So he absolutely. does. Absolutely.
1: absolutely. You're right. Yes.
2: But he did get laughed at the whole episode because we come back and right before the credits, it's him and Bobby uh out to dinner or whatever. Bobby's eating fries and ban- a banana.
1: Bananas and <laughs> fries. fries. I don't understand that one. Potassium and fried... Frozen potatoes? I mean... Oh, wow. We do have a... a we do have a live crowd. Do, all
2: right. Uh, I guess our our, our uh, engineer, he, he loves fries and bananas.
1: I guess so. Buzz TV exclusive. <laughs>
2: this is an exclusive. This is the first time that bananas and fries have been mentioned in the same sentence. But it was a great scene. The, the only, and you could see Louis almost losing it in, in the scene. It's just Bobby laughing at him for about 30 seconds straight while eating fries, uh, as I'm swatting at flies, uh, eating fries and just laughing at Louie because, of course, he told him everything that's happened to him. Dress up like a woman, and I got uh, sexually taken advantage of, and I got dumped, and I got beat up by a woman, all in the same, you know, day.
1: So, hey, he boosted up his brother's spirits. Yeah. And it now feels good. That was a great scene. Yes. So uh, have
2: any of these before we wrap up um we kind of already went over what we think is going to happen I I mean I kind of said what I think the series or the se- season is going to encompass with him realizing his life is good do you think there's going to be I guess this can be predictions let's just roll the music cuz it's a fun thing to do
1: and now you're after buzz tv whoa awesome what do you think anything that's coming or We know I like how this Season is more though standalone as well. I mean, it's going back to the first couple of seasons of the show, whereas you know maybe last season was a lot more uh, serialized. Um, I really I like how he's bringing in uh, more comedians, um, getting more absurd, but also I feel this this whole series I'm you know because we really this whole series is very therapy based. It's very analytical, much more so. Than the last two seasons we have watched, and yeah. yeah, and but I I completely agree that he's going to be realizing because he loves to have people shit on him. Yeah, and excuse my French, but yes, oh well, they the, say it in the show exactly, and he's going to realize he needs to build himself up, and there's going to be some light yeah. at the end of the tunnel for Louis.
2: I agree. I, I'm just looking forward to more comedians. I always love when they have you know Bobby Kelly and Jim Norton and a lot of these New York comics on that i listen to so much and i I just love how he kind of gives them uh you know an avenue to you know show their comedic genius in my opinion oh yeah so i love it this is awesome so manis i love i love the two-man show today this is awesome where can everyone find you on uh you know i know you're a huge social media guy uh
1: yeah absolutely on twitter you can find me at Rest Fiction. That stands for RestaurantFiction.com. Also on iTunes, just look up Restaurant Fiction. At Gilkerson Radio on Twitter. That's all, and we are out. From executive producers
0: Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other aftershows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com.